1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Bonzi B. So to I am John coming Zach. I'm Hello, assuming that Eminem song you know, fits what you're reviewing very well because well. it's Sword Art. And...
0: I don't know some sort of game where the winner takes it all.
1: I guess isn't that what Sword Art Online always is?
0: Yeah, generally this one's a little different.
1: Ah, damn.
0: There's still a winner though. Oh, so, that's good. Uh, can you guess who won? <laughs>
1: um, Who's the girl who owns the shop? She won. A sword
0: uh, shop. Liz? She, she made, yeah, yeah she Liz.
1: Won. Liz won.
0: Technically, she won. You guessed right. Hooray! You win nothing because of sword art.
1: Damn.
0: Does, does this song not fit your shows you're talking about?
1: All right, so Liz is the winner. And I didn't even watch the show, so <laughs> great
0: yeah you guessed right
1: woo well so you're gonna be reviewing the sort of line
0: ordinal scale movie the great name it's not a cardinal scale though they reference why it's named that so i'm excited to talk about that
1: all right and i'm gonna be talking about love and lies god damn i just blew out the uh i just blew out the thing
0: Luckily, I'm an expert at editing when you go overboard.
1: Or better yet, I could just go, Today I'm talking about Love and Lies, along with... Oh, God. Ah, the trash. My girlfriend... Excuse me. My first girlfriend is a gal.
0: It wouldn't be as impactful if it was the second.
1: It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. (laughs) So... Yeah, uh, we have a lot to cover on this episode, seeing as it's been a million years and the new season has started. What are you watching, if anything?
0: Man, you know what, I don't think there's anything worth watching.
1: I have watched nothing. I have literally (laughs) watched nothing to note from this season, and I have no plans to, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm going to go back and watch, like, older stuff to review because.
0: There's the real perverted show that's always on Reddit nowadays.
1: What show? Is that the one with the 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 Emoto or whatever?
0: Yeah. It's like Life Without a Little Sister or something. I don't even know.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm not touching that with the. (laughs)
0: I was going to watch the Usama game or whatever. The Kings game, the horror one but it has really bad reviews. So I'll still check it out for myself because I don't want other people to decide, but it looks disappointing and that was the only one I was interested in. I'm
1: surprised you're not watching Food Wars Season 19
0: (laughs) featuring Bobby (laughs) Flay. I didn't even make it through all of number two.
1: I mean, I've heard Bobby Flay's excellent voice acting and presence on screen. He challenges everybody every week to do Japanese food.
0: Mm -hmm. And he makes them cry when their soup is too dry.
1: And Gordon Ramsay made an episode appearance last episode and he swore at everybody in Japanese.
0: Did he really? He did. It was awesome. Well, that's worth actually watching. No, I mean, I like Food Wars in general, but. Uh,
1: and then Alton Brown showed up.
0: I, I, now, I could, now you're just trolling me. I
1: could keep naming
0: I could famous keep naming chefs, yeah. Food Network people. Ra- Rachel Ray. Food Network stars.
1: Guy Fieri. <laughs>
0: Does so even count as, like, a real chef? <laughs> I don't know.
1: He's going to take them down to Flavortown. It's going to yeah. be out of bounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, There's the, a show that looks like it has a ninja turtle on the front of it. Time Boken. No idea what that's supposed to be about.
1: No idea. No idea.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, so you can regret, bet this podcast is going to be on the latest and greatest thing.
0: I could watch the second season of Love Live. Sure I will eventually, but yeah. I wanted to try something new. Yep. And there's not much new that I'm interested in this season.
1: There you go. But let's talk about last season, because there's not been much going on. Or has there? I guess not. <laughs> silence.
0: Oh, you want me to talk about Well, what about last season? Was I
1: No, is there Dude. anything going on from the last time we recorded?
0: Oh man. Um, life-wise, certainly. Anime-wise, not so much.
1: Um, yeah? <laughs> yes. I've been working. Uh, I've, I've, I have a paycheck still. That's about it.
0: <laughs> things are changing up here. I'm looking to transfer departments oh, in grad snap. school. So that's a big decision.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Uh,
0: that's in progress. I've been calling my past professors, asking them to write me a new reference. And explaining why I'm not in my current department.
1: Yeah, for shame.
0: So that's exciting. But anime-wise, it's just what I talked about last time. What I reviewed, the Bastard at Magic School or whatever. So yep. besides the Sword Art movie that I watched yesterday and today, because um, I couldn't even finish it in one sitting, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like two hours and ten minutes. And I'm not the biggest Sword Art fan, so it was rough. Gotcha. Once we decided to do today instead of yesterday for recording, it's like, well, might as well not watch it. It's not very fun.
1: (laughs) It was a uh, pain in the ass to get through.
0: Yeah, it really was. Uh, We'll talk about it later.
1: There you go. Well, I guess I'll get into my first review. I don't know. Start with something I didn't.
0: uh, Okay. I'll let you go first before the DVD picks. Yeah, I I
1: figured we'd break it up. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know why I started watching this. I think because I found the Funimation dub. And I I always look at it like... Funimation is obviously putting resources behind a show. So I figured, okay. I, I didn't read the synopsis. I didn't really look into anything. I just got it and started watching it. So... Yeah, this show was something else. Um... If you're 13, you'll love this show. If you're any older, you'll cry. I don't know.
0: I'm slightly older than 13. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely, mind you.
1: Oh, man. Um, Alright, so... This show is basically the bottom of the barrel in, in terms of anime. Like, the lowest common denominator. So... The show starts off with a panty shot, and I've only known one decent show to start off with a panty shot. And I'm probably gonna get hell for this, and you could probably guess what I'm gonna say.
0: I was gonna guess *Date Alive*.
1: That start with a panty shot.
0: Yeah, his little sister jumps on him when he's in bed. Oh, he's that's really, like, right. What's up, remember? I forgot about that.
1: Okay, two decent shows.
0: Ah, uh, two decent shows.
1: I was thinking Baka Monogatare.
0: Ah, yep. But, uh, yeah. That's better than Data Live. Uh, yes. I'm sure there's other shows that start that way.
1: There probably is.
0: But are they good? Most of them probably not. No. So, what is the panty shot for this one? Describe in detail. Uh, it's
1: very, very, um, it's very, very drawn well.
0: It's very,
1: it's wow. very, it's, it's very uh, defined.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Instead of undefined uh, panty shots, like you're no, not sure if it's ambiguous feel. panties. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> no, this is like camel toe, everything.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, this is like. Is they're like little beads of sweat.
1: Thank, thankfully, not. Well, maybe they glisten. They're shiny.
0: Yeah, that's the good stuff.
1: So, this is, you know, their first shot, they're like, you got to really hook the viewer here. <laughs> and we've got things like life. We'll put
0: 90% of our budget in this first shot.
1: I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first show, you're probably wondering, well, what is he reviewing? Well, I can tell you it's not Love and Lies, because that's a much better show. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend, my first girlfriend is a gal. And you're probably like, what the fuck is a gal? And I thought the same thing. I'm like, because when I watch the dub, I'm like, oh, it's Jersey. They're from the Jersey Shore, but in Japan. So I don't I don't know.
0: We talked Uh-oh. about this last episode. Yeah.
1: No, we did. In not. reference
0: to Aho Girl.
1: No, 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 no. Well, maybe we did.
0: Because I said Aho. one of the characters were a gal and then we talked about it. Yes. Briefly.
1: Well, there you go. So you're you're 100% right. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> well, just to catch you up. Zach, what is a gal?
0: A gal is a girl in Japan that wants to copy western fashion and looks with like fake spray tan and act dumb Pretty to much. be popular basically it's it's the in crowd popularity in high school
1: well was up according to Wikipedia I don't know what yeah fuck I know, do I know? they were so?
0: portrayed in aho girl as dumb but seeking popularity through fashion and looks
1: That sounds about right and the Funimation dub they're from the Jersey Shore <laughs> or California. So, this show is about a guy who thinks nothing more than women as objects, apparently. Because all he thinks about is he's a virgin, and he wants to get laid. So, him and his friends, they read porn in class. <laughs> but yet he's like, oh my god, guys, you can't read porn? So he's friends with, basically, they all, all they think about is, is... Sex and wanting to get laid. And they're Mm. They're all dorks.
0: My favorite portrayal of that is in high school DxD. The main character's friends.
1: Oh, but it gets worse. Oh, no. Oh, God, how it gets worse. So there's a big fat guy in the group named Minoru. He is a pedophile. And they reference this a lot.
0: To the point... Not Not even implied...
1: Oh no, there's even he's scenes an actual of him. pedophile. He is an actual pedophile with maps. And even makes references of Oh, they have hair in all the wrong places. Oh man. Oh god. Yeah, there's like one scene where he's like, Hey I made these maps where all the kindergartners go where all the kindergartners live and their parents' work schedule.
0: Kinda of terrifying. Yeah.
1: And then it gets worse. There's actually <laughs> a scene worse. where he is explaining his feelings to like a kindergartner and how it's a felony. Hmm. Yeah. This show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Janichi and his friends are like, oh man, how can we get laid? So there's a girl in their class named, um, named, uh, Yukana. And Yukana is a gal. And she catches them reading porn and she's like, Oh my god, you're gross! And then everyone makes fun of them. Well, they decide, Well, one of us, we should try asking out Yukana. She's hot. And she's probably a slut because she's a gal. Yes, this is what they base women on. They look like a slut. So they must be easy. Meanwhile, she's got like double D tits. And yeah... I don't, I don't know. Anyway, so they tell Junichi, oh, we'll slip this uh, fake note into, your lo- into her locker. And for whatever reason, she shows up for the confession. And he bows and begs on his knees that, oh, I want to go out with you. Even though a half an hour earlier, they're like, hey, weren't you the kid reading porn in class? And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. I'll date you. Sure, you're my boyfriend now. Oh, by the way, you've been staring at my panties this entire time. Ah, I get
0: it because he's on the ground. Yes. Genius.
1: Yes. So I didn't even have
0: to see the show to picture it.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And thus begins ten grueling episodes. Essentially, it all
0: happens in number one. Oh yeah, pretty much. Oh wow, they made a lot of progress.
1: The entire almost for entire first episode is them is him confessing to her.
0: Mm.
1: And then like the second episode, her friend Ronco, who I remember because I think of the Ronco cooking machine, where you set it and forget it, and you get delicious turkey and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Ronco is also a gal, who's got even bigger boobs than than uh or no, yeah, even bigger boobs than uh Yukana. So yeah, and she's a slut apparently. I don't know. Anyway, what basically this turns into is like a harem with girls of different variety. You've got Yukana, who is like the happy-go-lucky girl, but she's like, I don't know, she's not a prude. Like she's a kind, like she's not a slut, and early on, like, Junichi's just like, oh, I'm gonna get laid, oh, yeah, I can't wait. And they do these stupid, like, sexy flashbacks in his head of, like, oh, man, we're going to karaoke, so I'm gonna try to kiss her, and maybe we'll go further. And then, like, they'll do, like, a clip of him thinking about going further, and obviously <laughs> it's not happening, but she's, like, wearing barely anything, and it's just a huge cock tease. Mm-hmm. So... Meanwhile, Ronco, they get to be from friends. There's another girl. I hate this fucking archetype. N- her name is um, Nana. She is the lolly with the massive F boobs.
0: Does that even count as like an archetype? <laughs> I don't I know, guess. but
1: I'm so sick of lollies. and Hey, I got to have 95 G tits. Like, I think can
0: were they like outweighed the rest of her?
1: Okay, probably. And the best part is, she thinks so, so. The whole the whole thing with her is, oh, um, I've been his best friend, and when we were kids, we we made a promise. If his their promise was, well, if I'm a dork when I grow up and I don't get a babe, I guess we'll marry. So her mm. hope is. Well, I hope he doesn't get a baby, and I hope we get married. Makes sense. So I just sent you a screenshot of the cover. Well, the my anime thing. Uh, yeah, guess guess which one Nana is.
0: Ah, the one that's like half the height of everyone else. Yeah, but got the biggest her, tits. Her tits are like wider than other people. I
1: think you could float. I can use them as flotation devices in case. The only like character now.
0: that looks cute is the one on the right. She looks like student council president type.
1: She's kind of student council president. right? She's a class president.
0: Yeah, she looks like that character.
1: (laughs) Her name is Yui. And she does a video streaming site dressed up as a different girl. Basically complaining about her day. And it's like she's a cam whore. She's a cam girl. Hmm. She doesn't get naked. She just bitches about things that people are excited to watch. And for some reason, she likes the main character too. Again, like it went from like everyone hated these three or four people. You know, like, you know, and Junichi was like the worst, like the least offensive of all the four friends. But it's like, they went from like, oh, they're idiots and everyone hates them and they're the outcasts too. Oh, well, Junichi's is dating uh, Yukana now, so he must be popular. Now I want his dick. And literally like girls are like, yeah, yeah, I like him. He's a good guy and this and that and the other thing. So yeah, this show is basically like the adventures of like them getting to date and them dealing with situations. They go to the beach, they get into a fight. Um, just, I don't know. It's things that happen. Meanwhile, like the friends of them, like Minoru and And the other folks, the other two, three friends, two friends, along with them, they still think of women as objects, but they kind of treat them like normal people, which is kind of nice, I guess. I don't, I don't.
0: That's pretty nice of them. Yeah. Some of the side characters look like they're drawn so poorly. uh, Looking at this Kokoro person, and she's like, has like no facial expression. (laughs) Uh, Like not a lot of effort went into animating non fan service things, it seems.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, oh my
0: god, yeah, you're right, it is
1: terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I clicked on her in my anime list, I'm like, what is this? Like a four-year-old crayon drawing. I'll
1: tell you this much. She's so unforgettable that she doesn't even have an English voice actor.
0: Wow. Wait, how does that work in the dub? Does I don't she know. Does just not speak?
1: I guess. I, I don't remember. I don't even remember what the fuck she was there for. I honestly yeah, don't she, know.
0: She doesn't speak, I guess. I guess or I hope in the dub she like delivers her lines in Japanese. <laughs> yes, out of the. And everyone's okay with that cuz it's so minor.
1: Exactly. Like get out of here. All right. So, I mean, the story is lacking. Um I guess if you like boobs and constant panty shots and uh feel if you like a cock tease, like if that's all you want for 10 episodes, you get this show. And I I see why Funimation spent the resources because all I gotta do is put one of these girls in a bikini on the front of the cover, and boom, sold. Mm-hmm. This show was terrible. There was nothing redeeming about this show. They break the fourth wall constantly in the show, and I could tell that Funimation took a lot of liberties with the dub. There was even one scene I don't even know if it was in the. I don't know if it was even in the, in the um. In the original was a Japanese dub, but there was a Donald Trump like "Make America Great" joke in there, but it was about making <laughs> a bookstore great again. And he started talking like Donald Trump, like, "Well, we want to make this bookstore great again. I know people." Like, it was Donald Trump, spot
0: on. I know the best people. No, exactly, the greatest that's, people. That's yeah. exactly what
1: it was. I know the best people, the best customers to get the best books. I want to make this bookstore great again. And then the guy go, the other character goes. Yeah, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? I think I heard that somewhere else
0: oh man it can't even make real jokes by itself. It has to break the fourth wall after them yeah
1: and like they even but yeah that's the thing they break the fourth wall they like there's a scene where uh they want to go look at the girls peeping in one of the hot you know hot springs or whatever mm-hmm. and Junichi falls over a cliff. And they go, "Oh my god, is he all right?" And they go, "Uh huh, yeah, he's the main character. There's still two episodes left. There's no way he's dead." <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's like—I mean, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, come on. But I mean, th- it's funny because in the English dub, uh, Jamie, uh, what's her name here? Uh, Jamie Marshy, which I think was the same girl who was on the couple of other shows I reviewed. She does this Valley Girl accent, and I guess to, like, to know she's a gal, she does the, you know, Valley Girl, like, uh, you know, type accent, or, like, the Jersey Shore Snooky accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's Although, it's kind of funny. It kind of grows on you.
0: Yeah, she, uh, I'm pretty sure she vo- voices Rheus in High School DXT. the only fan service show I need.
1: Uh, you said but High School DxD? I will let you know.
0: One sec. Uh, remember she won some sort of award for yep. DXT. Okay, yep, it's Rias. Yeah. So, well, I like her voice acting in that. No, so she definitely she's, ta- yeah. she's talented enough I mean, to do other voices.
1: That's the thing, like... That's the thing, like, in all this, is, like, the the Funimation did a very good job at voice acting. Like, you, you can't go wrong. I mean, you really can't. These are professionals, and... You know, I thought about long and hard about the fact that, like, man, like, do these people enjoy doing this? But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a paycheck. Like, they aren't going, like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go and voice this character because I don't agree with stuff, you know, with the show or I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you need money, you need money. Like, I'm not saying these people are prostitutes or something, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) you know, voice acting isn't exactly... You know, hey, you get your pick of the litter. You know, you, you work on the projects as they come and do it kind of get done. And so the voice acting was really good. I mean, the art was good. The thing I hated, though, is it's like, again, it's, it's a weak main character who thought little things. Like, oh, my God, we're holding hands. Oh, my God, this is so amazing. You know, just dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the, like I said, it's the... Bottom of the barrel anime. Mm-hmm. Lois combinator, sex sells. You're not getting a very good plot. You're not getting a good story. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but there's not a lot that happens here. It just you kind of go through the episodes. Don't get me wrong, they go by quick. I kept watching because I was like, well, it's be a fun review, but maybe something redeeming happens. Maybe. There's an epiphany with the characters. Maybe something. Maybe there's a payoff. No. No, there's no, no payoff. No, never. This is tits and ass and the girls just, you know, falling out of their tops and fan service, fan savers, fan service. So, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I did like the voice acting. They did a great job. Um, you know, voice actors were good. But I remember messaging you about the first episode. And it's just like, holy shit. You want to piss off a feminist? Make them watch episode one of this show. You want to piss anybody off? Like, I could not believe how they, like, debased an entire gender. Like, I'm not all for, like, like yeah, I don't know how to say it politically correct. You're
0: not the biggest activist for I, I'm feminism, like, but oh you're my still God. shocked.
1: Yeah, like like don't don't get me wrong, like I believe you know women should be treated fairly and equally. They're human just like me and you. Just cuz we're a guy doesn't mean we should be entitled to different um you know, levels of standards unfortunately, we tend to because society. But like they in the first episode, devalued the female characters to just like come hungry nympho sluts of like, I will fuck anything that moves with pleasure and I just want to get my dick wet. And the things that they said and did like, holy fuck. I don't know. I was just surprised. I was like, goddamn. And then they have Minoru the pedophile, and they make light of it, and then they keep making light of it, and then it's a freaking punchline, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and it's like, totally. oh God, how? You, you know, you you want to show, you want to show someone this anime to be like forever labeled like that freaky like, this is the anime you don't show anybody. You know,
0: I can't choose it to get people into anime. Yeah,
1: I, I, I wouldn't.
0: I would actually try to do that with DXD if I knew they could handle it because that show is hilarious. But this one yeah. doesn't sound funny enough this one to isn't make up funny. for it. They,
1: they, they. The, I don't even know what the jokes are supposed to be. Like, <laughs> they have animated characters. Ha! yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wants to have <laughs> sex with kindergartners. Isn't that <laughs> hilarious, guys? He wants to take the innocence of little girls. <laughs> hey guys, he drew a map and the punchline was you're going to be in prison one day, Minoru. I'm going to come visit you in prison one day, Minoru. That that that's the joke.
0: They're like that's okay. What's funny is the person who voices him in Japanese is also named Minoru.
1: Nah.
0: <laughs> did they plan this?
1: Like they, they did. They did. Hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, character you voiced? Well, Minor the pedophile was very.
0: <laughs> he shares my name.
1: He's very difficult
0: to play. I mean, yeah. I don't. So, know. but it's yeah. It sounds like the voice acting wasn't the downfall of the show.
1: No, no, i I watched English dub, you know, for animation.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: no, and I mean honestly, they punched it up pretty good for the U.S. I mean, there wasn't like any honorifics used. It wasn't oh hey uh you know yui-san oh how are you <laughs> you, you know nana chan you know no rip. They, they didn't
0: all sound like joey and yu they oh like some fake brooklyn accent
1: hey you <laughs> i want to fuck you get over yeah. here you slut they although actually... they could have
0: pretended they... to be real jersey girls and then we would have understood the reference to gal yeah did they actually explain what that is in the show
1: they did not
0: it's pretty funny that the whole show's based on that and they don't.
1: So I do have a few I, have, I do have a few clips I want to play just for the sake of this is what you get to look forward to. You bring
0: it. Oh, nice. Thanks so much. Now would you please just go back to your own classroom? I went out of my way to bring you your stupid lunch. Ungrateful! Kiss my eye! Who says that? Well, I never knew that Junichi Hashiba's a dirty old man. Why didn't you introduce us to your friend? And give us the lowdown on those milk bags. Tell me what school she goes to. Enough! Stop saying gross things about Nene. I've known her since we were little kids growing up in the same neighborhood. You ever play doctor? Oh, come on, guys. I think of her more as like a bratty little sister. And if she's not taken, introduce us! Guys, settle down. You're really okay that she still looks like a kid. It's better that way.
1: Oh god.
0: No oh, man. This show.
1: And then my the favorite. pedophile train. Yeah, it pre- pretty much is. So you know, every one of these shows have to have like, you know, the the bad guy. Well, they don't show up the bad guy till like episode 11, uh, nine. So, yeah, here you go. A boyfriend. Oh, what a drag. So, I guess you heard all that, huh? Take it back. Huh? Take what back, Dingleberry? Yukana is not a slut. Oh, sad. Does your twit hurt? <laughs> yeah, they sent her <censor> shit too. <laughs> Please let me fuck his ass. <laughs> ah, come on. Who are we kidding here?
0: Just look at her. That slut's the sluttiest slut that ever slutted. Yukana isn't the kind of girl you think she is, dick!
1: Uh, yo, dude, take your TED talk somewhere
0: else. I'll be damned if I'm gonna let Yukana end up with a douchebag like you! <laughs> oh no, you're a virgin, aren't you? Might as
1: well have it tattooed on your face the way you're acting. That's why that fine as hell slut is totally playing your ass. <laughs> take it back! Take back every shitty thing you said about her! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's enough of that shit. Yeah, they censor the shit out of stuff, too. It's supposed to be yeah, uncensored. There's too much censoring. But they're like, yeah, you can't say dick or shitty or everything else, but you can demean the shit out of, out of women. and you <laughs> Yeah, know.
0: slut and twat is okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Take your TED Talk somewhere else. I, <laughs> I mean, you I know, do appreciate
0: and... how the English dub enhances the humor because most of the jokes I have no idea that they're funny reading yeah. the subtitles.
1: Well, and the best part is, is the the person who's voice acting, I, I can't track down the name off the top of my head, but the best part is, is, that guy has done, like, a lot of good, make like, well-known characters. So seeing him in this role, I'm like, no, you're, you're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know your voice from many other good shows, like Attack on Titan and Code Geass and other things. Hmm. Ah, uh, anywho. I gave this show a two. I should just do oh, it man. Probably Brutal. just because I finished it.
0: I didn't yeah, one, one would be like it somehow physically harmed you in a way where you couldn't have fa- finished. Yeah. It, it hospitalized did. you.
1: Yeah, I've only given a very small handful of shows of one. Um, Yeah, this the show is, at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to like the show either because you're bored and you want... To see fan service, and don't get me wrong, there's good fan service shows out there.
0: DxD the best. There you go, DxD the Dx- best. It's so funny, so worth. No and exactly. better fan service.
1: Yeah, and this show just distills the fan service genre into like, hmm, what can we sell? Oh, let's do boobs and panties everywhere, and you know, it's it's like I said, common. Bottom of the barrel, common denominator, sex sells. It's an easy piece of shit to push out the door. And it's going to sell, you know.
0: Yeah, or a better one. Uh, you got a HK.
1: There you go. So, yeah. If you want to watch this, hey, whatever. To each their own. I wouldn't recommend it. I don't know why I finished it. Probably just because of this podcast. Like I said, I didn't even know what I was walking into. I was like, yeah, this sounds interesting. It's from Funimation. Easy dub to watch. Sure, why not? Yeah, I just wanted to see if there was anything redeeming. There wasn't. So that's that. But how about now? We get into DVD picks.
0: All right. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released.
1: What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Yeah, weekly. DVD picks, some shit well, first came out. Off,
0: Fate Grand Order, uh, which seems ridiculous. Thanks, Andaplex. It's saying, ninety dollars. Well, or did that Fate just finish? Apocrypha is the one that's still.
1: Oh, aired. okay, that's what I thought.
0: Okay, the Grand Order is the like one episode thing to kick launch their mobile game, which I watched and it was good, but it's literally only one episode. So the fact that it's ninety dollars, ninety
1: dollars for one episode.
0: It might be like forty minutes instead of thirty, but yeah.
1: Oh god.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Is it done by foldable? You foldable?
0: Oh man, I want to say no.
1: So you don't even get pretty
0: visuals. Yeah, this and apocrypha aren't done by you foldable. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know apocrypha god. isn't. Uh, eldermen of the on the sky. Crunchyroll slash Funimation. They're listed together now. Uh, Funimation is releasing Fairy Tale, Survamp, and Space Dandy, season 1 and 2.
1: Ooh, Space Dandy.
0: Yeah, it's nice. You can get the 1 and 2, Blu-ray, and DVD. It says 70, but I'm sure it's less on right stuff, so that seems like a good deal. Castle in the Sky. that's And Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. So those are some blasts from the past. Yeah. Uh, we got Sentai's Flying Witch, which... Not even John could finish at the time, if I remember correctly. So I don't think that's a good one. Uh, Law Horizon One and Two. Uh, season Two was terrible, so I don't recommend that. And Bleach Set Three. Because
1: there's not enough. And then the following
0: bleach. week, on Ohana, Flower we saw that day. Ooh. I personally love that show. I love that show. Sadly, oh. yeah, sadly Anaplex is doing it, so it's expensive. Oh god. Show.
1: Wait, 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 wait! This is like the third re-release. What's, what's this? Is this a movie? Is this?
0: No, it's a TV, just a TV series. Blu-ray are... box set.
1: What what's in it? I, now I'm curious. Well, keep going. I'm uh, gonna look, I'll I'll let you know.
0: The Testament of Sister New Devil. I think that's like the most fan service show I've ever seen that could call itself anime instead of hentai. Um, that show's ridiculous. I've seen clips, so pretty sure John watched it. Actually, yeah. I'm not even sure if he was able to finish it.
1: Wow, that that hundred and twenty bucks on right stuff.
0: Does it give you anything besides the show?
1: Uh let's see. Blah 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 blah. Oh, here you go. This is a, a great review. Two uh, three stars from David. I feel like I was cheated. Get kind out of my way, advertisement.
0: <laughs> I don't like Here's that, our sir.
1: second chance to get the Anuhana. Blu-ray with an English dub. How awesome is that? Pretty awesome. If you consider the price and what you get. So let's look at the release. It's two Blu-ray discs with a 60-page art book and it almost seems identical to Nisa's, which it probably pretty much is. Mm -hmm. Um, They say the two discs are pretty much similar. So it just sounds like the only difference is Annie Plexus doesn't include the DVD release. So essentially, they just took uh, Niz America's release, repackaged it with their logo, and there you go.
0: Man, that doesn't seem worth it.
1: It does not seem worth it at all. I mean, I guess if you really want the show, there you go, but man.
0: Uh, Alright, I went over the service one, The Testament of Sister New Devil. Yep. Charge Man Can. No idea what that is. No Thanks, discotech. Fist of the North Star. I know what that is. Ah, yeah. Episodes 37 through 152. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> but not the, not the beginning, I guess? I don't know.
1: How many discs is that?
0: Like eight? I don't know. It's God. only $90 on Blu ray, so that seems. Oh, wow. A well, big on Blu ray, it's like five. What show is that? Certainly a lot of. Certainly, a lot of things.
1: What was that last show?
0: Fist of the North Star.
1: Ah, okay. God damn, we get a ton of fucking
0: episodes. Magical Canaan, The Adventures of the Little Prince, True Tears, The Dragon Dentist. I Haven't heard of any of these. True Tears and Halo.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Complete Halo
0: video collection. You can buy All right, a complete so, collection I mean, on
1: Blu-ray for $59 on Amazon.
0: I guess I would choose Fist of the North Star because I've never seen it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen the excerpts.
1: Yeah, 60 bucks.
0: And, like, I love Anohana, but not for that much money.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. And to me, like, once you watch it, you're like, okay, that was great.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd still enjoy it again, but the the punch of it is gone after the first one, maybe. Or maybe it'd be more sad. I don't know. found it pretty sad. Well, I can talk about Sword Art, my favorite show.
1: Oh, here we go. So it's 1 through 36 on the first Blu-ray for 60 bucks, And then you get 37 through 156.
0: On the Such a better show. value, but too bad you have no idea what's going on unless you get the first.
1: And apparently people, according to uh, Amazon, people tend to buy Dragon Ball Z, uh, what is this? Seasons 1 through 9 collection for only $174 on uh, Blu-ray along with My Name. Hmm. Seems like a very odd combination, but okay. Yeah. I mean, Dragon Ball Z and... And, and uh, Fifth of the North Star seem to go together, but my name along with it? I don't, I don't know. Anywho, Sword Art Online, Ordinal Scale.
0: Oh boy, so I went into this with my natural hatred of alting Sword Art. <laughs> <laughs> um, not expecting much, but I was still disappointed and bored throughout. So, it starts... You know, it starts immemorable, I would say, because I don't even remember how it started. But eventually, at some point, all of the characters are reintroduced in a way that made me afraid it was going to be a recap because <laughs> they all went to like Asuna and Kirito's house in that Elf oh, no. game or whatever. What? You
1: know why? Are and they these... had
0: like they had like flashbacks to like Sword Art and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, if I'm watching the movie, I probably already know what happens. Yeah, just just maybe. You just get on with it. You know, it's two hours long. <laughs> if you're going to waste my time for 10 minutes going over recaps. When you already had a recap movie. So that's my rant on that. But they they move through the recaps fast enough, I suppose. And then the whole driving force of this movie is instead of virtual reality, it's augmented reality. To me, that's exciting as a franchise because not, not the device itself, but for Sword Art, because in Excel worlds, they use augmented reality, so this seems to be like the predecessor. And remember, if you know yep. or listen to us talk about it before, um, it's the same author. So eventually, past a certain point in the timeline of Sword Art, we're eventually going to get to Excel World. Uh, I, so I Excel World. I'm excited. Like as Sword Art movies progress, I'm hoping they just eventually just hit the Excel world franchise and can no longer make anymore, (laughs) And then, and then I get the IP that I want to see Excel world. Finally,
1: isn't it crazy? The same author pretty much two shows identical, but one so much better and one so much shit.
0: Right. One is so superior. And the one that's superior didn't even get its real light novel end. They just like copped out and just made shit up for the show uh, for Excel world. So I'm hoping they just go back and do it the right way but it seems Sword Art gets most of the money and popularity. Um, So, they have the augmented reality. Kirito isn't about it. He still loves VR, despite being a victim twice within the (laughs) (laughs) world. And having PTSD written into his character. Uh, If you remember in the beginning of Gun Gal, he has a mental breakdown because he's afraid of having to fight the Death Gun people, the Laughing Coffin guys, because he felt bad for killing them, and Was scared of being trapped in the game.
1: So I got got to tell you something. I've never told anybody this. It's a secret. Oh no. When I go into our data center and I'm in front of my, you know, tons and tons of Ethernet ports in my switches and routers, I get scared that bullets are going to come out and shoot me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's the most terrifying villain ever, Death Gun, so I understand (laughs) why you're afraid. What a scary name!
1: I, I say a prayer every time. I'm like, oh, Death I hope Death Gun doesn't
0: get me this time. You try to full dive by like trying to plug the Ethernet cable into your neck.
1: Yeah, like, why isn't it working?
0: Time to jack into the universe or the metaverse. I'm pretty sure that's Mega Man or something like that. Why but might... anyway, <laughs> yes. Um. So he's not about it. Oh, also, I have like a picture that I want to use for the episode review. Let's see. I'll, I'll show you, but basically it's Kirito sitting there. People that listen to the show will be able to go on bonsaiview.com and see the picture, because it's Kirito looking the most bored I've ever seen anyone look while they play Pac-Man, because this augmented reality rewards you for beating games of all types with, like, coupons and shit. So you wear your augmented reality, you go to a coffee store, they have Pac-Man on the table, you play it, and then you win, like, they won free cakes. It's so... I like took a screen cap of him just like sitting there looking bored out of his mind while like the three girls, uh, Asuna, Silica, and Liz just played Pac Man. (laughs) And I I, I had hope for his character in the beginning of the movie. I'm like, finally, he just isn't the overpowered guy. He doesn't even want to play the game. He's like, augmented reality is stupid. We already have VR, and he's. I'm going to college. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Real education.
0: Yeah, so he's not interested in it at all, though he should be, because at the end of Season 2, he is trying to develop his own augmented reality with Yui's like little camera thing he wears around. Or oh God. I well, Yui eventually, that. but earlier, Yuki, the girl that died of AIDS. Tragically. Um,
1: no, so yeah,
0: he should be interested in the technology, but he isn't. Uh, I'll find the screen cap later. Apparently too much went on in this Discord I linked it in. Uh, since then so i have to scroll up a lot um yeah so the best part of the show i won't give it all away cuz maybe there's someone that wants to watch it without spoilers but if you're one of those people you probably saw it before me since it came out half a year ago um the best part is the sound design uh all the fighting noises and the music is really good um the whole premise of the movie is there's this virtual idol named Yuna and they're essentially stealing people's memories from sword art to recreate her. Um, that gives away some, but not a lot, so I won't go any further. Uh, so basically, she's singing, and I'm a sucker for idol shows, so her singing was great. And the music's good. And then the, like, I appreciate the sound design of the fights after watching Apocrypha, where every sword clash is just too fucking loud and yeah. bass-heavy. And hurts my ears. And I was listening to this, and like this sounds perfect. So great sound design. Uh, voice acting's the same, so decent. I, I'm not attached to like any of the voice actors or actresses that do the Japanese dub, really. And just most of them are forgettable. But they were all decent enough. Other than Klein, he's pretty good. Um, Klein's in it, the best guy. One of the few redeeming parts of the show. And it's like hard to talk about without spoiling it because it's a movie, right? And movies have to present the plot and wrap it up within the movie. So it's hard to talk about without spoiling. But basically, the worst part of it is Kirito still ends up being overpowered. Uh, He has no interest in the game. Suddenly, his friends are threatened in some way, which revealing it would be spoiled. And then suddenly he has to get better at the game. And he has to fight the person who's number two in the game. And wears some sort of suit that increases his power, like, in real life. Some sort of, like, I don't know. I don't know what you'd call it. Exoskeleton, I guess. Like, in sci-fi movies, like Pacific Rim and stuff. So he's, like, some superhuman. And because it's augmented reality, Kirito has to fight him, essentially, in real life, right? So your own body has to do the fighting. uh, Minus the fake swords. Um and then eventually, you know, Kirito has to win. So it's ridiculous that he didn't care about the game. He was rank 87,000 when they showed it. And then in roughly one day, he became ranked nine after being 87,000. And the whole time people make fun of him, they're like you don't exercise enough, you're too busy studying for college, you'll never do anything in augmented reality. And he's like, I should really go outside. And <laughs> at no point in the movie does he ever exercise. He just suddenly turns up because his friends are in danger and it becomes like the best of the game. And he figures out the exoskeleton thing and like rips it off of the guy and wins. So that was ridiculous. I, I was totally on board for him not to be overpowered. And asana the only character i feel has any emotion in the sword art universe um kind of being the victim in this but also trying to fight that was much more compelling it's it's what i liked from the the yuki arc where she had to help yuki instead of kirito just doing everything so sadly that doesn't actually happen uh the best part of the whole movie was when asana uses yuki's like special attack she learned from her like nine hit combo or whatever and it shows like the ghost of yuki's hand like on asana's hand when she uses the sword attack so that was like a nice reference but other than that the movie was just incredibly boring uh i didn't leave anything out other than the spoilers but this whole thing took two hours to happen uh there's some threat kirito became overpowered in roughly five minutes of movie time um I thought that was going to take a long time to catch up, you know, and be good, but they covered all that in five minutes, so. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, which was, like, really quick. So the whole rest of the movie was an hour and 55 minutes, and nothing happened besides what I described. That is ridiculous. And, well, and then the end as well, when he saves everyone, so. Um, the only progress. Well, no, the progress is also spoiling, but nothing good came of it, I would say, in terms of, like, setting up a sequel. Uh, Asuna and Kirito's relationship is advanced, but no more than it would have been if they just referenced it being this way. Like, it didn't need to go through all of this to advance it. And they're still friends. Kirito still has a harem. Um, He's even closer to Asuna, but none of the other girls seem to care. Uh, Klein is still the best sidekick guy. And they have the black guy that's the blacksmith running his own bar.
1: Yeah, he's been running his own bar since season two.
0: Right, yeah, so that's still the same. So everyone's in the movie, but it just, or it was just really boring. Like, the fighting was cool, the music was good, the story was awful, but that's what I expected, and it was still boring. Like, the, the tedium in waiting between action scenes was just almost too much. The The most boring part was probably when Kirito was seeking out information and he has, like, the most dry dialogue scene of all time between him and, like, the idol character, because she's important in this. And, and it just takes, like, ten minutes, and they say, like, nothing. Nothing of substance. It was, it was like, laughable in how it was written. Hmm. Like, they talk about nothing. They reference sword art. And then she tells him to search for something. He's like, what should I search for? And then it shows him, like, looking around. And then he talks to the fake daughter he has yui who's flying around and she's like don't worry papa i'll go find what she was pointing at and he's like good let me know when it's found oh god and then he like drives his motorcycle back somewhere uh, so it took like 10 minutes to tell you nothing it could have just been so easily done all you needed to show which they do show when he first runs into the idol she points at something and said something but he can't hear it and i'm like that's great it's a mystery he has to go find it but then they do that scene two more times throughout the movie and she slowly is able to say things he can hear, which is like a terrible way to tell a story. I would have been okay with him searching for it, but instead it was slowly revealed to us without him really doing anything to look for it. So, ugh. it was rough. Um, I would give, like if I had to rate all the shows, I had high hopes for season, the first half of season one, and I would give it like an eight. And then I'd give it like progressively like a seven and then a six and season two. But then this one, I'm pretty comfortable saying like five. It was average enough that I watched it. Uh, but it's it's not any better. And I, I was more upset when I finished because they started in a way that made me think it could be good like the end of season two. Oh, so I guess I would give the end of season two a seven instead of a six because it was better than the rest of it. Uh, yeah, so Asuna's is like the only character that's compelling for me in the entire universe. The other one was Yuki, but she's dead. And it was just really painful to watch Kirito bumble around for an hour and a half and then kill everyone without trying. <laughs> it's like I mean that's that's his character. He's unfailable despite failing for seventy five percent of the movie.
1: I know when I was googling for this, like the selling point was like, oh, if you buy the if you buy the home video release, you can see uh, Austin's nipple.
0: Do oh, I saw it.
1: Was it lovely and everything you hoped for? And you're like, oh, I'm glad I bought this home release.
0: It was just side boob. Here, I can link it to you because I took a screen cap of it. Because <laughs> that I knew that was the selling point going in. Here it is. That's bad when they're like, hey. And I had the full picture quality. I downloaded, uh, ugh, cough, downloaded 75 gig release. So it was like very high res. But that's it. That's all you got.
1: I feel shaded and I haven't seen the movie yet.
0: Yeah, it's side boob with like a hint of nipple like of her getting out of the bath. Oh, uh, man. So, and that's it. It's All right. So, I mean, if that's what you want, don't watch it for that. <laughs> or, or do, because it happens like in the first 15 minutes and then you can just skip like, the rest. done. Yeah. And honestly, the beginning is good. I had such high hopes when Asuna was the main character and Kirito was uninterested in playing the game. And I'm like, finally, he's done. But no, he's the only one that can save them, despite never playing the game except for eight hours and then becoming the best with his out of fit body. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. But the, the best part, I guess, was the sound. Not even the visuals were impressive. I've seen I've seen other like anime movies, obviously even from franchises that were TV shows like the Index movie comes to mind.
1: So you're suggesting you watch a show with headphones or a good sound system?
0: Yeah, I have good speakers, and it was enjoyable for the idols' music and the sound design of fighting. Mm, But nothing else, really. And not even the visuals are a step up. Like, the Sword Art show looks fine. I won't say it looks bad it has a lot of faults but that's not one but the movie wasn't a step up whereas like every other anime movie i saw its Mm. increased budget was apparent you know the background looked better the the lighting was different in different scenes instead of just the same brightness throughout and this one wasn't so they could have just made it a series instead of a movie but then it would have been too long and bad so i don't know Gotcha. Not, not very good. I don't... Like, you've seen every sort art thing up until this point. Yeah. So, like, what's a question you'd have? What, what's something that would make you want to watch it? And I'll, like, confirm slash deny if it's even in it.
1: I mean... I really don't even know because... Yeah. I mean, like, everything was kind of so succinct after mm-hmm. season two. And then... It's like, why are these things not banned? They're clearly a health hazard, and, and you know, why are they still playing? I don't know. Uh, what's the... So is, uh, is there still the sister or cousin thing going on?
0: Oh, yeah, that's going on. Oh, God. She, she went away for Kendo camp, but she came back at the end, and she still loves Kirito, so... So that's good.
1: Uh, um is there any progress like is there any setup or anything like hinted for a third season or like yeah
0: there is so at the end the hint is the doctor that's responsible for this thing the augmented reality thing because he was the teacher of uh kayaba the guy who put people in the original sword art game yeah he was like the university professor of that man uh so he was the bad guy i guess in this which isn't a spoiler they just tell you um there's no like mystery it's like he is the bad guy and uh so he's talking to i guess his virtual ghost throughout the show and at the end that doctor is brought by like the government agent that helps kirito in the second show
1: yeah
0: the one investigating the death gun murders yeah to like a lab so instead of putting him in prison, they bring him to, like, a lab, and they're like, what do you think of this? And he looks all astonished, but you don't see what it is.
1: Oh.
0: And the guy says, welcome to Rav. I don't know if Rav's RAV. supposed to be a new game. RAV4. Yeah, and then they're like, Sword Art will return. And we know it will, because after now. this came out, yeah, they announced that they're making two new seasons, right? So, yep. uh, having only read the Yuki arc and the light novels, I have no idea what's next, but it is coming back.
1: Oh. <sighs>
0: I was just so ready Damn. for Kirito not to be a character. I'm like, if he's just moody and doesn't want to play any games the whole movie, that that would be such a step up.
1: <laughs>
0: I'd be so happy if I he just mean, wasn't a character. I
1: guess and the good news is the new Sword Art movies or shows or whatever have nothing to do with Kirito. At least one of them. All new characters. Yeah, one
0: of the shows is like a spin-off where he's not in it. So that would increase my enjoyment, but uh, Austin has a bigger character in this until Kirito has to save the day, I guess. So we should be happy with that.
1: So she can never be strong.
0: Yeah. Well, she can never be stronger than Kirito, at least. She's somewhat strong in this, but well, she should be better because she's the one actually playing the game until Kirito decides to play it for five hours. Yeah, I beat it already. So yeah, that's that's it. I would give it a, like a 5 because it was average. I maintained my sanity waiting for this good sound design.
1: (laughs) So if you're blind, you'll love the show.
0: Yeah. If you don't care about the story or you already know it from reading it, I don't know why you'd ever watch it. Or, yeah, basically that. Because if you already read the book, I can assume it does a better job, though not much better because I tested that by reading Yuki's Ark that I have no no idea why you'd want to watch the movie unless you wanted the idol's songs to be brought to life, because that's the only part that I thought was redeeming. So, average, very average. Enough uh, to watch it and talk shit about it, not enough to ever tell someone to watch it. There you go. It didn't. It's not as torturous as your experience. It was just <laughs> boring and what I expected. Yeah. But it wasn't grievously bad. So that's it.
1: Okay. Well, I will finish off with Love and Lies.
0: Also Finally, nice. end with a good show.
1: Yes, quite a Uso. So, I'll be honest. I love this show week to week. It's been about a month since the show stopped airing, hasn't it? Maybe three weeks? It's been a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a while. About a month. I think we're on episode four of the new season. Oh, well.
1: <laughs> so... The more time away from it, the more I've kind of had to got a chance to step back and really think about things related to the show. So I reviewed the show um, two episodes ago, really hardcore the first first episode, mm-hmm. where I went into the. Um, Red, that was the dried, most
0: promising one out of the new season. Yeah
1: and it's you know ultimately outside of the stuff I've gone back and picked up to watch it's the one I finished and really enjoyed week to week. I finished a couple other shows but this is what really kept me going. So I discussed right. about the fact that we had um, Yukari is uh, you know uh, in, it's basically an alternative universe where your partner is decided for you by the government. They have what's called the red thread of science. So, basically, in Asian um, pop or, or pop culture, or what, what do you call it? Like uh, something they do. There's a saying of, you know, if you tie, you know, uh, a red string Ah, uh, the finger, red string of fate. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. You know, grow- the idea
0: that people's destinies are like interlocked with each other.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, this kind of plays on that, where, um, Yukari is almost turning sixteen. At sixteen, you get your notice from the government who you're paired up with, and they, it's like their match.com. They just have all the information on you already.
0: Gover- government match.com.
1: Exactly. com. Dot Gov. Um, <laughs> so, um, Yukari is like, holy shit, you know, I'm going to be getting my my match soon. I've always liked this girl. Um, I've always liked Misaki. So I've always looked at her from afar. I really like her. I should really man up and, you know, confess while I still have the time. So basically we find out that like in like first grade or whatever, they sat next to each other and, like, she borrowed him an eraser or some shit. And to her, this is, like, the most amazing thing everyone ever done to her, with her. And she's been in love with Yukari forever. And he's been in love with her for forever. But they never talked to each other once in all these years. And now they're both turning 16.
0: Oh, no, his time's up.
1: I know. So, he asks... Uh, you know fumbly and asks her to a location in town and she basically like looks like he's gonna she's gonna no show and eventually she shows she shows up really late and it's the night of his birthday the night before his birthday so he eventually confesses to her and she's like oh wow you know i i really like you too and and all this and they even go as far as like kissing and all this jazz and it strikes midnight well, his phone lights up saying, hey, you've got your selection. You are now with Masaki," But then his phone dies. In reality, he's been paired with someone else.
0: Wait, um, why did it say Misaki then?
1: That's the whole, that's part of the whole thing throughout <laughs> the show. Is uh-huh. They're trying to figure out what's the truth. So we get introduced to the new girl. Um, uh, Riri, uh, R- uh, what was it Rarina? Sonata? Everyone just calls her Riri Chan. <laughs> I like it. Riri. Okay. So Riri is like this, like book smart girl, but she's kind of like, she's kind of like one of those girls who are like, Oh, love conquers all. And she roots. She's like, I don't fucking know you and I really don't give a shit. So, you know, Whatever. Well, I'll I'll help you with Masaki, And eventually Riri and Masaki become friends. And she keeps pushing the two together. Meanwhile, the more they kind of meet, you know, do stuff together. And some of it's mandated by the government. Like, they have to go to, like, these seminars. And one of them is like, they have to go to, like, a low hotel. And they talk about how great sex is and all this jazz. So they're really pushing the couples together. And meanwhile, the parents, too, of both um, uh, Yukari and and Riri are both like, yeah, the, the thing is great. You know, we met each other and we fell in love and we had you guys. and The government uh, works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't do anything wrong. It's great. So, you know, the, the, the split happens where they start getting feelings for each other. Or at least, you know, Marina does. She's like, oh, man, I kind of like Yukari. He's kind of a nice guy. And, you know, the compatibility is there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The government wasn't wrong. The government wasn't wrong. Meanwhile, things aren't as straight as they are on Misaki's side. And Misaki, it's kind of weird because the show kind of plays you as a viewer of, and i said this before last time, Best Girl. Who do you want to be mm-hmm. on? Team Masaki or Team, you know, Rarina? And, you know, every episode kind of revolves around Masaki or Rarina in some form or fashion, or
0: even Don't both of like them. It's like Nisekoi. It's the tease. Which yeah, girl?
1: but this is more like Misaki kind of throws herself at Yukari. But she's also conflicted because she's like, I know what I'm doing is wrong and this isn't going to end up well for me. And she likes Marina. They become friends. And Marina Mm -hmm. is like, never had a good friend before. She's like the book smart type, like shy girl who's kind of, kind of naive. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but then, you know, they're like, okay, well, I want what I want, and you want what you want, and and uh, Yukari's kind of stuck in the middle, and he doesn't really know what he wants, but he kind of knows, like, I really like Masaki, and I've always liked her, but now I don't want to hurt... You guys have play the White Knight of, like, you know, a lot of harem shows, they do this. Well, I don't want to hurt the other girl... So I'll kind of go along with it,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a tough thing. But one thing I really did like, there was also a third kind of third thing going on here. He had a friend named Nisaka, and he always thought Nisaka and uh, Masaki kind of had compatibility and liked each other to the point where he was like, "Well, shit, you know, they look good together. They like they they." They have, you know, a lot of, it seems like they get along together. They look really good together. I'm going to not do anything. Meanwhile, Nisaka's a really unique character in the sense of he's like the moral high ground. He puts a lot of stuff in perspective for the viewer. We don't get stuff told outright. We learn a lot of stuff through Nisaka. Like, for example, you're probably thinking, all right, we can just pick whoever he wants, right? hmm Wrong. So there's penalties, which basically blackballs you. So you can, if if the woman says, if the couple doesn't work out and can prove they don't work out, the government will be like, okay, we'll repair you. hmm So, you know. But
0: the, no promise you're going to get someone you like more because it's like random. I, I guess.
1: I don't, I don't, they really don't explain it. I'm assuming uh. they have multiple. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I would,
0: I would think you're Could right.
1: But so, but if the guy or the girl actively refuse to partner with their partner, they are essentially like blackballed from going to a good school, blackballed mm. from going to a good job. You basically throw away any prospects you have for a decent adult being a decent productive,
0: Outcast society. of their Socialized society uh, <laughs> Marriage Yeah
1: Yeah And apparently you can't Like leave Like fuck Japan I'm going to Europe Bitches <laughs> Yeah you know, I don't know No um, even
0: Europe hates hey, you They're exactly. like We've had this system forever
1: Yes So Um You know So it's put down Like you know Nisaka's like the voice of reason Is like what the fuck Are you doing You know you guys doing You know meanwhile You know Um You know give you an example like Misaki is very emotional. She'll start crying and like get upset and then kind of throw herself at at uh, at Yukari
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then kind of be like, oh well, don't think too much of this I really like you, but what I'm doing is wrong and I'm putting you in a bad situation and I'm a bad I'm a terrible person for doing this but you know, if a pretty girl threw herself at you and was like, hey, let's go make out or go kiss and, you know, whatever. I mean, the
0: opposite of the, the Scum's Wish show. Yeah. Where no no one admitted they were a shitty person. No. <laughs> well, they,
1: well, it wasn't like they were a shitty person. They just knew, like...
0: Oh, yeah. She knew what she bad. was I guess doing. For going what they wanted. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and that's the thing. That's the thing she says is, like, there's a really good scene in one of the later episodes where she basically just comes out And says why she likes, you know, why she likes him and, like, the frustrations and the feelings that she just has. And she understands, like, she's hurting her friend. And yet she doesn't care. But she can't do that. She knows in her heart she's not that type of person. And she also knows the consequences you know, of like, this is like the forbidden, like, Romeo and Juliet to a small degree. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, there's things going on with Masaki that never get explained. So, like, there's a third, there's a fourth character who is like a longtime childhood friend of Misaki's who has a hand in the selection process. And there's always things of like, oh, well, there's things about Misaki you don't know, there's things going on. This, that, and the other thing. Because she never gets selected for a guy. She never gets a partner the entire time. Hmm. During the the TV run. And there's always things around her, like, and even she won't come out and say it. She says, oh, it's too hard to explain. I can't, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into this. You know, even when pressed directly, she's just like, oh, I, I, I don't want to get into it. So there's more at play. But getting back to Nis- uh, Nisaka, he's an interesting character because like I said, he's kind of like the voice of like reason as well. He's mm-hmm. a good comedic character. But he's also gay. Um, and I really... Well... So is he,
0: me one of the things is he
1: No, he's just... He, there's a scene where he kisses um, Yukari when he's sleeping. But that's as yeah. far as it goes. He's pretty telling. But it's interesting though because... I've never seen an anime, unless it's, like, out there, you know, there's, there's shows for girls. Like, they're, you know, like, there's, I guarantee there's probably a show like the My First Girlfriend is a Gal. Maybe there's a show called, like, My First Boyfriend's, like, a pro wrestler. Uh, Vin
0: Diesel. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. He's, a you know, I don't know, you know. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I don't know. It's
0: not in the show unless that's the express purpose of the show. Yeah,
1: yeah. The whole
0: purpose of the show isn't that.
1: Correct. So, I was really bummed, though, because they don't go anywhere with it.
0: Mm. And this
1: isn't really a spoiler. I mean, it's surprising, but it's not like... It's not like, um...
0: Scum's Wish did it better. Yeah. The two girl characters.
1: Yeah. So... The more I've been away from this show, though, the more I kind of look back and go, huh, was it as good as I thought it was?
0: The review I heard of it is really interesting in the beginning, and then it just doesn't explain anything and kind of fizzles out, like the end is not as good.
1: Yes, exactly. So I was hooked, like, after first episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And what what I would typically do... Is I slammed through the first six episodes, marathoned them, got caught up, wait one or two weeks, get caught up, wait one or two weeks, get caught up. And then I finally started watching the last five or four episodes, you know, week to week. And the show was always really good at leaving a cliffhanger, but the cliffhanger was always better than the actual payoff.
0: Oh, and like like Nisikoi. The yeah. T's. The and like, then it's like, well, business as usual, but with a different girl next episode. Yeah.
1: And I guess that's what's so frustrating about this show. The more I think about it, is like While watching it, I loved the show. It was amazing. It was it was a fun roller coaster. And you had your highs, you had your lows, you had the parts of the show where it was super serious. You had the fun parts, you know um you know heck even had like a episode where they went to a hotel and did the beach thing or the hot springs thing and all that jazz Mm -hmm. but in the end you're left with like okay great but what uh what's going on here I, i i like rooting i want Play best, girl. That's fun does week that, to week. Does it have a
0: conclusion that no. you don't have to guess? No. no?
1: There, so I mentioned this in a previous episode. They have not even in the manga.
0: Oh, no. It's Niskoy all over again. Oh, It'll God. never end.
1: It feels like it. <laughs> and honestly, I was about to buy the manga. But they just started releasing it here. So uh, volume one just came out. And Because uh, I really want to continue on. I like the characters. I like the voice work. I like the art. I like the, 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 the girls are cute. Like, I like the show. I love this show. This show is great. But the more you get away from it, you kind of take a step back and go, man, I invested in 12 episodes. What do I got? And you don't get a lot. Um, the The conclusion is. You're kind of back where you are. I like the ending. How they figure out what they want to go. Or kind of where they want to go. But even within that scene. I think they're jumping ahead in time. Because the character goes. Man if I would have known. What I knew then, but what I know now, I was so naive. Like, they're hinting at, like, there's way more at play. But they don't. You don't get any kind of payoff. You don't really know where... And I don't want to say where the show ends up. But I will tell you, the show will not definitively say yay or nay 100%. Now, they do go out and say... They have a, 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 a government official, like, say, hey, we checked into your claim of you getting that text message. We can't find anything. Hmm. Serena is your, pre- you know, preferred, selected wife. She is your preferred, you are her preferred, selected husband, candidate. No ifs, ands, or buts. We are the government. Fuck off.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? But then they always yeah. throw doubt. And they're like, well, the girl, the white-haired girl, who's got this weird background that... Hey, cat, stop playing with my...
0: Sorry. My He's cat... trying to sabotage everything. I know.
1: My cat's, like, playing with my uh, microphone wire.
0: Oh. Uh-huh.
1: Man. Yeah, I try to keep walking. All right. Sorry. So, um, uh, you know, it's like, they always throw this amount of doubt in there, but... You kind of left, like I said, playing best girl. And that's fun while watching the show. And the shows are fun. There was no episode where I was like, oh, man, I dread, I dread watching this week. They did a mm-hmm. really good job of wanting you to watch the following week. But in the grand scheme of things, you, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, cool, that thing happened. Can't wait for next week. Maybe something cool will happen, and then it's never progressed. I mean, there's whole parts where... Marina and them and uh, Marina and and uh, Masaki literally do not see uh, Yukari for weeks because oh, he so it pisses, covers a lot. Yeah, like she basically puts herself on. She calls it Nejima timeout because she's <laughs> like, I don't, you know. After she had her big thing, she's like, I can't be around you. I do stupid things. I need to be over this. Hmm. And meanwhile, like, he pisses off Marine over something retarded. And the thing is about Nejima, like, or uh, Yukari, uh, he's a, just, It's that stupid, it, he's not dumb. But like I said, he's a white knight. And, you know, like, He's kind of silly. He likes burial mounds. He gets all amped up about him.
0: That's kind of a strange thing to like.
1: Yeah, but beyond that, he's like, oh, I'm ugly. I don't, I don't. you know, I'm nothing special. I'm just plain. You know, but you, Nisaka, oh, you're awesome. You're good looking. You're good at sports. Girls like you. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know why they have these main characters like this. But it just gets kind of old. And it's funny because, like, we've seen stuff like White Album 2, where they do a really good job of, like, making the main character and the girls, like, feel real. Like, they have hopes and aspirations. Like, their whole thing. And also
0: bad things about them, too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, failing.
1: Yeah. Like, They don't have that here. Like, they're not perfect, but it's...
0: I'm excited to eventually talk about Tsuki Gakirei as well, because that one did the whole romance thing really well. Really? Yeah. The characters are very real, and they were quirky, but they weren't, like, quirky and then awesome at everything, so... Yeah. It It was pretty good. They're all unique.
1: I really liked the opening theme of this show. It was really fun. Hmm. Um, the artwork was really good. They also had end, uh, pictures drawn by different illustrators from different shows and stuff.
0: Oh, I do like when they do that.
1: That was always fun to watch too. The end cards. So if you do watch this show, um, watch till after the credits. Um, don't get me wrong. This show is really fun to watch. Like I said, especially week to week, talking with people on Reddit about it and getting people's opinions on things. It was really fun. But the more you look back, you're like, oh, okay, I've kind of seen a lot of the shows like this. I've seen, well, was it two seasons since Nisakoi? I've seen my fair share of harem anime, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's been
0: more than two seasons. <laughs> Has it been? Yeah, it must be almost a year now.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, they have two seasons out.
0: Oh, yeah, two seasons in Nisakoi. I'm like, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, You know, but... I gave the show an eight. I really, really enjoyed it. Like when I was watching it, I was hardcore into it. I really liked it. I also wonder though, if I missed something while marathoning it, because I'll tend to just get focused on the main story and kind of shutter everything else.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I just, you know, I plowed through these episodes one after another pretty quick. Till I got caught up, but I really liked the show. It was really fun. Um, uh, I already kind of said my displeasures on it. But I mean, everyone, I mean, it was just a really fun show to watch and I really enjoyed it. And it was really fun to watch because, you know, I get kind of fed up sometimes. Like, I, I was watching a YouTube video today from Digibro. This mm-hmm. new season has 60 new shows.
0: And nothing to watch. It's yeah. like the old no, bandage it, about uh, yeah. satellite TV or whatever. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what he said. He was like, I, you can sort by mail of what everyone has on their list. He's like, there's 10 or 12 shows that people are watching. And, you know, several of them are sequels or, you know, uh, you know, existing shows. But then there's a couple new shows and there's a couple, you know, but then it's like a drop off of like nothing. Like there's shows about, like he brought up, like a show about a sidecar. (laughs) Girls driving sidecars. A motorcycle with a sidecar. Wow. Why? And I bring this up because I realized I've watched anime for 12 years now. Like, as my main preferred entertainment source. Outside Mm -hmm. of, you know, some stuff on TV and wrestling and things like that. And I kind of get frustrated, especially with new seasons. Like this season. There's not a goddamn thing I want to watch. But there's plenty of old shit I want to watch. But no one gives a shit about watching them. You know, yeah, as this podcast, I'm going to share my feelings with you. Maybe you might be interested. Maybe you might not be. Such is life. My point being, though, is there's just so much out there now where it's just like, man, what's schlock and what's hot? You know? And I was really happy to find this show, because it was fun again. It was fun to watch this week to week. It was like I was watching um, um, what was that? Disappeared or um, what was the one from a couple seasons ago with the kid? You erased. erased. That's it. Yeah. And you know that was the last time I really had a good time watching with the
0: cliffhangers and watching it week to week. Yeah.
1: And. You know, so this was really, really fun for me to watch. And I really enjoyed it. And then we back of like, why I like anime. It shows like this. Yeah, I've seen it done. They do the whole bridal scene again where, oh, you girls are cute. no, oh, I got to go do a photo shoot. And, you know, I've seen stuff that stuff far as back as, as you know, Kamargu Orange Road, you know, in the 80s. <laughs> you know, Run My mm-hmm. One Half did it, I think. I've only watched about half of Run One Half. It's a million fucking episodes. Point being is, there's still cliche, but it's still fun to watch. Like I said, I gave this show an eight. I would say, if it sounded interesting to you, do yourself a favor, check out at least the first four episodes. Um, I don't know if it's getting released by anybody. I think it's getting released by Suntai. So There's going to be no dub or anything, probably. Yeah, Sentai licensed it. So it's also going to cost, like, eh, it's going to actually probably be affordable. Sometimes, usually affordable. It's Aniplex. Mm-hmm. And,
0: Compared to Aniplex. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, it's 12 episodes. Yeah, it was a fun show. At the end of the day, it was a fun show, and I really enjoyed it. It's that's better
0: than say. what I expect from most shows nowadays, so that's a good review. Yeah, of it. I mean,
1: that's the thing. Like, now the bar's on the floor. Well,
0: yeah, if you have fun watching it week to week, then it's an improvement.
1: Yep. So cool. Well, anything else before we head off in this hour and a half long episode?
0: The triple review we've made up for lost time.
1: Now you won't have an episode for four months. It'll be like February. Like, Oh, man. Well, wasn't that I am winter finding it hard great? to even
0: watch things or be interested in things. The sword art movie was like bottom of the barrel for me. But <sighs> did you finish
1: Cowboy Bebop?
0: Okay, not yet. God, go... <laughs> God damn it. Do I have to, That'll be easy to watch.
1: Okay, I'll say, do I have to mail you my copy of uh, Cowboy Bebop?
0: Nah, I'm watching it on Crunchyroll in Japanese, and it's good.
1: No, you gotta watch it dubbed.
0: What?
1: <laughs> it's the best dub ever done.
0: Alright, I'll switch, Go watch one episode.
1: Go watch one episode dubbed.
0: It'll feel weird switching. Wow. Uh, Okay, I heard enough. Ed's character is really whiny in English.
1: I wonder, it's, eh, not really. Kind of, but not really. Yeah, I mean, the episode. Japanese
0: is good, but yeah, not the dub is own. probably also good.
1: I am genuinely curious with someone of your age and your amount of years of watching anime. Like, this show got me into anime, man. This show is what got me. I watched, fucking watch it on Adult Swim, Back in like 2001 and 2002. And this show is what, this and Full Metal Panic got me into anime. So I'm really, and I've never reviewed it because I've never felt like I could do it justice. But I think if you review it, we can review it together. Are you watch it? We can review it together.
0: Alright, I'm down. Awesome it's yeah it's an interesting perspective because at this point i've watched quite a bit of anime six years yeah <laughs> crazy now and it's not something that got me into it but
1: well this yeah, show is very different it Bebop is very different because it's episodic it's not there is some story plots woven through
0: yeah it seems like so far it's episodic but uh there's like an overarching plot with spike
1: Yes, of course. Yes, there is, but that doesn't kind of show itself till later in the series,
0: yeah. where
1: they're just kind of bounty hunting and going on these adventures.
0: Mm-hmm. And You meet slowly these crazy picking characters. up more members.
1: How far have you gotten?
0: Uh, like one after the one where they get Ed.
1: Okay, so you're still pretty pretty.
0: Episode yeah. ten or eleven, yeah, and like not quite halfway.
1: Okay. Cool. Have you met the Teddy Bomber yet?
0: I don't think so. Ah, uh,
1: the best I main... The best <laughs> picture ever. Alright. And the horse guy. The guy on the horse. Um, yeah, that episode's awesome. That when they eat mushrooms and get high. <laughs> Alright. I can't say anything more because, it, I don't want to watch Cowboy Bebop. Because that show's amazing. But I need surround sound because, it, Blu-ray. Goddammit, it, Funimation. Anyway, everybody, thank you very much for listening. BonsaiBeat.com front slash reviews. Got our complete review index. Um, leave us feedback. BonsaiBeat at gmail.com. All that good stuff. Till next time. Till very soon. Damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: Six months later.
0: Yeah, instead of the forever uh, goodbye. Exactly. Until forever.
1: Until whenever we feel like it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to BonsaiBeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode.
0: While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite
1: podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast.
0: Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.